The day is finally here. It is Tennessee and Florida, and there's no better place to get your tailgate started than right here with us on VolQuest. It is the VFL Players Lounge, and I am Eric Kane. So glad you guys uh, decided to start your game day here with me. Uh, it's a VFL Players Lounge uh, brought to you by the Volunteer Club that's powered by Spire Sports, who so couldn't make this happen without uh, them. Guys, we have been talking all week long. We're talking right now, but I promise you there's a game coming up later this afternoon at 3.30 in Tennessee and Florida and two incredible VFLs on the show here this week to help break it down. So first, I want to bring on a member of Tennessee's team to last beat Florida. His name is Jack Jones. Of course, he joined us in week one as well. Jack, welcome back. Appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate you bringing me on. It's time Absolutely. To, uh, I'm getting fired up. I'm fired up, Eric. <laughs> I think I, I think everybody's getting fired up, and I think everybody was getting fired up before the Akron game, but now it's just a couple hours away. So hopefully Tennessee can do today what you guys did back in 2016 and, and take down some Gators. And a guy that has taken down some Gators throughout his past, in fact, he is known as the Gator Killer. That is right. Jabari Davis joining the show. Jabari, welcome to the VFL Players Lounge. Thanks for having me on, man. Like Jack said, I'm fired up this week, man. I think this is it. I feel it. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be a really, really good game. Or, you know, I, I think everybody listening and watching would take a one-sided game if it was, you know, sided in the, in the big orange. But I think it's going to be a fun game. Uh, it's Tennessee and Florida. You know, first and foremost, Jabari, what have you thought of Tennessee's start to the season? 3-0, and of course. Two MAC teams. You can't really take much away from those games. But a good win at Pitt. What have you thought of Tennessee so far uh, entering today? Uh, very proud, man. Very proud that we are going into Florida undefeated. Uh, very proud of the discipline that this football team has showed, the fight that this football team has showed over the last couple games. Uh, just really, man, everything, offensively, defensively, the leadership, uh, everything that – I wanted to see leading off, you know, leading from that bowl game that we had um, earlier in the year and just picking up the momentum, man. But I'm very, very excited about this football program. I knew what we were going to do offensively. You know, that has always been a great foundation with us, with Coach Heupel and with Hendon over last year. But defensively, uh, we picked it up. We're tackling a lot better. On defense, I see a lot of great things from that D-line. Um, I think our D-line is going to really put on the show this weekend. But very, very excited, man, as a former player and, you know, very confident in the football team. You know, Jack, I don't think we can ask much more for the start of this Tennessee football season. It's it's done everything it's supposed to do. You know, 2-0 and against a pair of MAC teams to where – you know, uh, the, the competition is what it is, but Tennessee went out there and just beat them up. And then on the road against Pitt, found a way to win when things weren't going their way. What have you liked from Tennessee, some things you've noticed uh, so far this season? Um, I think you nailed it. I think we're going out there and handling business. That's kind of what I wanted to see after the first week. You know, I feel like you hear this, and I, I'm not a big gambler, but good teams win, great teams cover. Tennessee's covering every week. Um, that's They're doing what they're supposed to do. Um, I've loved, you know, specifically we've been watching the O-line a ton. 
think they're doing a great job. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Hendon. I still think, you know, and I think Jabari would agree with me, it's it's game four. So there's still things that we're getting better at, but I feel like we're getting better and better every week. And that's what I like to see. Um, continuously focusing on those little details, special teams um, from offense, defense, special teams. But man, we've, we've, we've got some playmakers out there on the edge. We've got a playmaker at quarterback. I think it's going to be a big week for our tailback. Um, and dude, Nate Nealon, 330. This game is this 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 game is gonna be phenomenal. I mean, it, I don't know what kind of environment you would want to play in other than this one right here. I mean, this is it. So I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be a big week. I think they've handled business up to this point, but I think now it's like, all right, let's take that next step. Let's handle business one more week. And um I think a lot of the coaches are gonna be, you know, I think you try to control that like you know, one week at a time thing, like no game is bigger than the next game type of situation, but this is Florida too. So you've got to balance that. You've got to know that, you know, this is, you take the momentum after this win, you can do some big things this year. Um, so I'm excited, man. I'm ready to take them down. I think it's our year. I think it's been a long time coming and it's, uh, it's time to rock and roll. Yeah. And I mean, I can, I can kind of just hear it in your voice and see it in your demeanor. Um, I mean, this game and, and you know, we'll, we'll get to it for the current players, but for you guys and everybody that's worn that Jersey and, you know, all the fans, you know, watching and listening right now, I mean, this game just means more not to take away from the sec, but it does. I mean, it's Tennessee and Florida and, you know, we'll get to the, to the record and all that in a moment, but you know, Jabari, what's this game mean to you? I mean, what it mean to you when you play, what's it mean to you now? It's, it's it's one of those that you, you circle on the calendar and you know it's, it's appointment viewing you know ten months in advance. It's Tennessee, Florida. I mean, this is the reason why you come to Tennessee, Eric. I mean, you can ask Jack. All the hard work, all the extra running, all the extra lifting you do over the summer, anything extra you do to get better, all comes from this moment. Uh, one thing that I can remember playing for Coach Former, we always circled this game because this game was going to help us reach our goal. And our goal, number one, was to get to Atlanta to play in the SEC championship. Once we got to the, you know, once we got to Atlanta, then we can kind of control our destiny where we wanted to go. So this is why you come to Tennessee. This is why you put on that white helmet, why you run through the power T. This is what you dream about as a kid. This game right here can make your last name legendary. So it's everything. Everything to me, and um, it should be everything to those boys. This is an opportunity for that football team to be mentioned amongst those great teams that Jack Jones played on, those great teams that I played on in 01 and 03 and 04. So if you want to be legendary and be remembered, you better go out this weekend and you better handle business. You know, Jack, you and I are pretty close in age, and, and I feel like, you know, for me um, – you know, Tennessee's rival is Florida. Um, if you ask, you know, some older guys, it might be Alabama. You ask some other fans, it might be Vanderbilt. And, you know, there's there's no wrong answer in my opinion. But, I mean, it's t Florida is Tennessee's rival. Is that kind of how you view it? Is that how you view it, viewed it growing up? And then, of course, you know, playing at Tennessee? Yeah, I think so. Um, I actually saw there was like a – somebody put out like a, the top rivals, rivals in college football. Um, and, I, and I saw it and I was like – I was disappointed because I didn't see Tennessee and Florida. So that was this week, actually. And so my instant gut was Tennessee, Florida, probably over Tennessee, Bama. Both games, tremendous football games. I feel like they kind of get under talked about because they're huge games. Um, obviously, this Florida one, man, I grew up with uh, an uncle who was 
not through marriage, not through, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't my dad's brother. Uh, my aunt married him and he was a Florida guy. So I grew up kind of from really started watching probably around 04, 05. And then until 2016 or 15, when I started playing and then 16, when we beat him, um, it was just constant chirping from him. So it was a really big rivalry within our house. So um, actually, I think that's why it meant a little bit more to me because we'd always watch the game with him and stuff. But man, it, it's a huge game. And I think just where we're at as a program, like the momentum this game would take us forward with, like it's kind of like, like he said, like getting to Atlanta, uh, Jabari spoke about getting to that SEC championship game. Um, this is that step. This is the next step. You ride this one out, you get a win here. I mean, there's no telling what this team can do. I really want to see us, uh, like, I want to see us beat up on them, too, a little bit. Like, I don't want it to be, like, worried about that last drive. Like, I'd love, like, I think let's make, this is a statement game. I think we have a much better team. I think we can go out there and make a statement and kind of tell everyone, like, this is what's up. We're the balls. We're back. Let's ride. Um, you know, come get some. So, huge opportunity. I'm excited. I know uh, I'm going to be nervous as hell before this thing gets rolling. I'm actually coming in for the game. I haven't been to been able to get to the game living in Nevada. So I'll be in for this game. Couldn't miss it. I'm excited. When, it's gonna be when are you coming in, man? I come in on Friday. Um, so I'm, I'll be in Friday afternoon. I'm going to send you an invite to what I have going on Friday. I have okay, cool. I have something going on with the uh, Letterman. All right. Perfect. Love it. I'll be there. I'll Obviously, a big game like this can get Jack from halfway across the country to come back to Knoxville. Um, and, and so, I mean, that just kind of says what it is right now, even more so than Tennessee and Florida, just, you know, kind of what's at stake here in year two, Josh Heupel, forward momentum, all that type of stuff. Let's continue to look back, though. I, the, the reason I love that you two guys, I we, we picked you two guys to be on it this week is because Jack, obviously, 2016, awesome. Uh, Jabari, you you beat Florida. You know you were you were in some some dog fights of Florida back in three you know, and oh, one. Three yeah, and three and one, one back in oh one. Of course, we, we'll never forget. Tell us about that, man, Jabari. You know your experiences. You know playing against Florida. They don't call you the Gator Killer for nothing, right? No, sir. So two thousand one was very special because and an emotional game because of the nine uh, eleven. You know uh, the game was scheduled to be early September, then we had 9-11 happen, and Jack is too young to remember. Eric, I don't know your age as well, but they canceled every sporting event in the country that weekend. So they end up moving the Florida game, Jack, I don't know if you know this, they end up moving the Florida game to the first weekend of December. <laughs> so we That's end crazy. up playing Florida the first weekend of December, man. So, you know, we did our thing 2001, came in. You know, I was a freshman, so I wasn't expecting really to play Travis Stevens, who was one of the best running backs ever to play at UT, put on an absolute clinic that game. I know you guys probably remember that. He went crazy, ran for 200-plus yards that game. I was able to compliment him and punch the ball in on some key drives to uh, give us that lead. So as a true freshman playing in the swamp, you know, it was an unbelievable feeling. That first, you know, also that year, we were destined to play for another national championship. You know, that was the Rose Bowl year. Uh, we had killed LSU in the regular season, and we played them again in the SEC championship. 
and 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 lost and uh you know lost that that national title that we had going in our favor i mean we didn't think nobody can beat us man we were loaded from top to you know from the top of the roster to the bottom with so much nfl talent and in 2003 that was in the swamp you know that game was led by casey clausen uh with the famous hail mary to james banks going into halftime uh that game i'm gonna tell some stories at our event friday night uh, that game i wasn't even really mentally and physically pre uh prepared to play man i was sick as a dog and i ended up becoming the mvp of the game and sec player of the week that second half man i just tapped into beast mode and just refused to be tackled you know and i was able to score the game clinch a touchdown to win that game in that blade in that blazing heat it was 100 plus degrees on that field man and it was just a dog fight but we were able to get it done man and just those memories going into 2004 with Will Hoyt kicking that game-winning field goal. So those are three great memories that, uh, you know, that's been a part of my life for so long. And uh, just just being a part of that Tennessee football era that had so much greatness and so much big wins. No, not just against Florida, but three and one against Alabama as well, man. So definitely – I was uh, blessed to be a part of some great times at University of Tennessee. Jack, I want to know all about 2016 here in just a moment, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell myself just a little bit here. Yvonne, you ask about my age. I'm 29, so I was I was young you know, when you were playing, but I remember when you played at the University of Tennessee, and what I loved about you and your game is you could, you could do a whole you could do a whole lot of different things, but on the goal line, they yeah. put you in there, you go, you jump, and you punch it in. Yeah. And, you know, as a kid, you know, playing out in the backyard or, you know, whatever. Everybody uh, jumping over the pile and doing Exactly. I was one of those kids, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and I got that from Walter Payton, man. Like, I grew up a Walter Payton fan. Sweetness. And uh, he was famous for doing that. That's the reason I wore number 34. And we had a drill that we did in practice where we jumped over the uh, dummies. Um, and on that play, man, I just refused to drive the football all the way inside the 10 and not score. So they knew when they were giving the ball to me, I'm going to make something happen. <laughs> and if I got to run through you, if I got to jump over you, and, uh, you know, most of the times a lot of guys didn't think a bigger running back could jump that high. You know, they thought I was just going to pound it between the guard, between the tackles. But I would sell it like I was coming in low for the pound, and I would just explode up in the air, man, and turn my body. So they couldn't get a really good shot on me, and bam, I got in the end zone. So great memory, man. What was your playing wage, Jabari? I was about 240. Okay. I thought it was about 230, 235, 40, somewhere around there. Uh, Jack, last time Tennessee beat Florida 2016, not without some theatrics, of course. It wouldn't be Tennessee football if it didn't, you know, make you pull your hair out or turn it gray, one of the others. But uh, take us back in time to that day. Um, obviously a, a fun year. Um, you know, some big wins that year. Um, obviously, you beat Florida. Uh, tell us about that game and kind of what went right and just the emotions on that sideline, that locker room after it happened. Man, it was awesome. Um, I think it it really meant a lot to me just because I had grown up a Tennessee fan. And, like, uh, when I committed to Tennessee early, you know, I was all about it. So I am all about it still. And um, so, you know, after watching that, like – Growing up during that time period, just watching Florida win year after year, it it felt so special to me. Um, it's you know, 
we had them and we had them close the year before and like year after too, which I think would made it even bigger. Like we, we had gotten really close to beating them. Um, the past couple of years. And uh, so it meant a lot to me. I think it really solidified guys like Josh Dobbs, guys like Juwan Jennings having those games that they did. And and that was cool to be a part of, you know, going, you know, being a rival with Juwan Jennings in high school and then being a freshman roommate and watching him make the transition from quarterback to wide receiver and just developing year after year. I mean, that was special to me getting to see him because he is a dog, man. That's a guy you want. That's a foxhole guy. Like still you know, is. Want, yeah, still is. You know, you see what he's doing for the Niners. I mean, it just it gives me goosebumps thinking about that guy. And um, I tell people all the time, you know, if you had if if, if I have like one guy to call and like I needed him to come, <laughs> you got my back. Like we're on the strip. We got we need exactly. some help. I'm calling Jawan Jennings. You know that dude is he's a rider, man. And I feel like um, that call's been made a time or two in your in your day. No, no way. No way. <laughs> I was I was the designated driver most of my college experience. Uh, anyways, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then Josh, you know, um, the comeback, you know, I, it was weird. I think knowing who Josh was in that season, you know, how we were riding, riding into that season, I really believed in it. You know, we believed that we were going to win that game, even though we did get down a little bit early. Um, and, yeah, I mean, every time I see the bobble catch on the sideline, it, it gets me it gets me fired up. Um, I'm getting goosebumps right here thinking about it. But just an incredible day. Um, and then I talked to Brett Kendrick about it. He was a he was a guy that had grown up in Tennessee too, and you know just a lineman that I played with, and it just I think it was really special for us. And like TK had a big day, had a big pick. Um, just those guys that had grown up in Tennessee and been a part of the year after year, you know, seeing us lose that game since pretty much your days of playing Jabari. Um, it was just a special day to kind of get back get back after the Gators, and I think we have a good opportunity this week, man. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's this is time to kind of reestablish who who the big dogs are, and uh, that's the Tennessee Volunteers. So that's what I want to see. And what's always special is that trip back. You know, when you leave the stadium, you know, no matter if you're playing on the road or playing at home, just that energy and that love you get back from the fan base um, to you know being a part of that moment that brought this city and brought this. you know, this this fan base so much love to beat those Gators. You know, a year worth of bragging rights, a year worth of wearing that orange in public and not being criticized <laughs> and getting yeah. to a uh, a yelling match with a Florida fan because you know how those Gators are, man. They talk trash all year. So, the worst. Yeah, the worst. man. And, and some of the greatest members, like, I'm going back to 2001. You guys don't remember this at all unless you had a parent or somebody. Man, we actually had a celebration party at Tom Black Track in 2001. Now, a lot of the people that'll be listening to this was probably there, or they were probably there as kids with their parents. Man, we probably had 5,000 people at the airport. Then on the way back to campus, even on our core highway, man, you had people getting outside of their cars, saluting the football team, man. And we didn't go back to the dorm. They took us to Tom Black Track, and we got out the bus. Dude, it was 3,000 people at Tom Black Track going crazy. Like, That's what, I'm saying if, if they get a big win this <laughs> week, if they get 
if, if I mean, if we if we went out there and won by a couple touchdowns, like, yeah, it's that these, this city is gonna go crazy, man. Man, I mean, these, it is. These guys, awesome. these guys haven't seen Knoxville light up. They haven't seen, you know, what you experienced. Your For a second, year. I got a little. T- I got a little taste when we were like five and zero. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little taste. I yeah, like, I remember awesome. that, man. Hey, but I mean, man, we, we were going squad. crazy, man. I remember, you know, from the Florida game to the Georgia game to A and M. I was like, oh my god, that A and M one was crazy, <laughs> we, man. Yeah, it was we went crazy. To overtime, then, we had man. like six six turnovers, and we were in overtime. I was like, I don't exactly, know how we're still in this man. game, but it we're was, still here. It was a tough I one. couldn't I wait, like, man. I was at a sports bar watching that game. I couldn't wait for y'all to return, man. I was gonna, I was gonna take my son and say, "Man, let's just go meet them when they come back, man, and just celebrate with them." But yeah, but these guys they, have they have a big opportunity, opportunity. big yep. opportunity, man. Change your life. What you do in that really Florida will. game, man, would change your life. No doubt really about will. it. And we're gonna we're gonna look at that matchup today. Uh, you know what's going on with this version of Tennessee, that version of Florida, all that coming up. And and one thing I remember or one thing I, I completely agree with what you guys are saying right now, you don't want it to get to the point to where it was, you know, throwing stuff on the field. That's bad. But I mean, I think the atmosphere today is going to rival and, and surpass what we saw last year with Ole Miss. Um, you know, everybody remembers 2015 Oklahoma as it being the, the loudest and the wildest time inside. Neyland. It's going mean, to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be know. rocking in there, man. I'm, I'm honestly like, I, that's why I had to go. I'm, I had to come see it for myself <laughs> because I was like, "This is going." This after I saw last week, I was like, "All right, here we go. Uh, this is going to be." But this is this wouldn't have happened. I mean, that's why I think, even though it was kind of sloppy, that Pittsburgh win was so big mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. this game Ooh. would have momentum, but it, but like you'd still have that dang. Like, God, we wish we would. Like everybody's ready to go right now, man. If we get this one, it's and be you crazy. found a way. That's what I'm saying. Like in a game like yeah. this, or in a game in the SEC play, you found a way to win when your calling card, your identity, was dead. But you still found a way to win. This team wouldn't have won that game last year. No, you're yeah, right, I mean, man. I think that's a. Go ahead, Jabbar. I mean, you found. I mean, it is. I mean, we went into dog mode against Pittsburgh, man. And uh, you know, like I said, man, fighters will fight. Good players. Find a way to win games, man. And we dug deep that last quarter. You know, we didn't break. Uh, especially, I'm gonna point out Trayvon Flowers, man, because you saw the you know the roller coaster of emotions he was going through when he dropped that punt. He could have easily tapped out, but he ended up making a big play to help uh, get us that dub, man. So uh, I think, like you said, Brian, that you know this team last year. You know, we would have gave up, but, you know, we're fighters, man. We're warriors, and I see it. And that showed us that we're capable of not just beating Florida, but demolishing Florida. Like, Jack, what you said was facts, man. Let's put up 30, 40 points on these fools, man. Let's, let's not go, leave anything, you know, And let's keep our foot on the gas and keep giving it to them, giving it to them. All these years y'all gave it to us. We're going to let out a full clip of ass beatings, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I love and, that. And That's we ain't going to stop, man. Hey, we can put up 50, put up 50. Tell Coach yep. Heupel, hey, keep it. Keep your starters in. You, you know, know he will. I ain't worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> if we can score points, he's going to keep Light them up. 
I ain't got to worry up, about man. that. Light them yeah, up for dude. this fan base. I'm hoping yeah, Hooker, be- too. I think, like, Hooker has a great legacy right now. I think he has a great legacy. But it's like you said, this is a game, if I'm a Hendon Hooker, and, and especially with all this NIL stuff going on right now, oh, I see yeah. the, you see the evaluations. Like, yeah. if I'm Hendon Hooker, like, this is this is payday, too. Because, like, you. man, that's the thing that we didn't have. Um, yeah. Another motivator. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what should be motivating them, but, like, oh, yeah. if I'm a Hendon Hooker, like, this is a life-changing game, man. You go out there and you throw four or five touchdowns. You know, you have a big win. You, you run it up on them. Man, you you're changing your life, and and I do think he's a great kid. No matter what, after this game, I I, I think highly of him. But this is a game that could change your life. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, this game could put him in the mentions of you know the Casey Clausens, you know even Eric Ainge, you know his success versus Florida he had uh, as a freshman. Just you know he Hendon has already shown us that he will be you know, mentioned amongst the greatest quarterbacks that we've had over the last two years. But this game would definitely put him in that Hall of Fame uh, category of those quarterbacks that, you know, beat up on those Gators, something that Peyton Manning couldn't do. And I think we got him with some speed on the edge, too. Like, I think we got some playmakers. I think it's there's been years over the past, you know, 15, that we ha- they've had guys on the outside that we can't exactly. – yeah. can't compete with. I think we do this year. Like, I think we can really run by these guys. So I'm excited. I think both these guys that uh, we're talking to right now would like to uh, to throw on the pads, put on a helmet, and go out there and play with Josh Hobble, no doubt about it. Tennessee and Florida coming up later today, 3.30. We're going to have more from these guys. We're going to look at this matchup, uh, get inside the helmets on some of these individual matchups, the line of scrimmage, and certainly – uh, wide receivers, the secondary, all that and more. Uh, but a quick message from the presenting sponsor of this VFL Players Lounge, the Volunteer Club, powered by Spire Sports. The game has changed and Spire Sports is here. With name, image, and likeness arriving, your orange fandom can now be put into action. Visit thevolunteerclub.com and become a member. 90% of every dollar generated through the Volunteer Club, powered by Spire, will go directly to athletes to improve the student-athlete experience at Tennessee. It's not just about winning the next game. It's about next season. It's about the next generation. It's about the Tennessee legacy. Join at thevolunteerclub.com. That's thevolunteerclub.com. Again, a big thank you to uh, the Volunteer Club, powered by Spires Force, putting on this VFL Players Lounge. This is a good one. All right, Tennessee, Florida coming up. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. But this is a good episode. It really is because we have two guys that are just chopping at the bit to get out there on the field and do anything they can to, to get after those Gators. Hey, you know, we've had a lot of fun so far, but I do I do want to ask you this because you guys kind of, you know, now being former players, but you were in that locker room inside the helmet and all that. A negative comment here, but it's it's the streak is or sixteen to seventeen or whatever it is. Um, current players, Jack, current players right now. I know they know this. Okay, if they say they don't, they're lying. They do know this. Does it play any type of factor in it? Because I'm a big believer in the past does not dictate the future. You can control your your destiny, but still, is there any type of psychological factor in Tennessee, Florida, much like Tennessee, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, for the most part? I think it can go both ways. You know, I think it's a big moment and there's guys that are, that will like, and this is just across the board. There's guys that will rise to that moment. And there's guys that won't. Um, but I think it's important. Like, like, it's like I said earlier, you got to treat like as a coach and as a 
and this is a, what I think will go on because Tennessee has a great coaching staff. It has to be, you know, this week, this is what we're focused on this week, get the win, move on to next week. But everybody, I think, knows that this is Florida. I mean, this is Florida. So, like, um, you got to know that. And I think knowing your history, for me, it was a motivator. Like, I knew my history of Tennessee football. I knew how many years we've been losing. I grew up watching that. Like, that's got to motivate some of these guys. You know, you got a Cooper Mays. A kid like that, Cooper knows all about this game. You know, like, he, he's been raised around this thing. And um, I think it's, you know, personally, I think it's important – to remember that, and it's a motivator. Now, some guys, it might be their jam just to go out there and treat it like it's another week, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's important to know that history, and I think everyone knows. I mean, we got college game day coming from – you got college game day with Barstool Sports coming. You got the primetime game. I, I mean, it's – people know what it is without really even have to talk about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, this day, this game means more for, some, for a volunteer fan or a player or anybody to say it doesn't. I think you'd be lying to yourself. You do got to treat it like, you know, we can't be worrying about Florida last week. But I, I guarantee you, last week when they were prepping for Akron, there was stuff in there that was Florida that they were getting ready for. They may not have yeah. told the kids yet, but they're prepping these guys. I mean, it's a it's a big game. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, you can't you, you can't as much as you want to treat it just like another game. You got to understand and respect the history behind it and respect guys like Jabari, the Gator killer that went down there and did this thing before. And you got to know as a player, like we win this one. It's, you know, we're moving up. Like, people are going to be fired up. Like, this is – it's only going to take the momentum of our team, you know, forward, so. Yeah, we'll be a top five team, man. Top five yeah. team. When was the last time Tennessee has been mentioned in the top five? You know. I don't know. It's been a while. Top it's been five a while for team, sure. yeah. But, yeah, definitely when it – when you know your history, it means something more to you. So, you have a different sense of pride, passion and purpose on that field, knowing that, okay, we didn't win over the last couple of years. We were close, you know, coming out of, you know, coming out of the tunnel. I see some of the guys that were on great teams. I heard them on the, on the news speaking about the game, you know, and as a current player, Hey, I want to win for those guys. Then get a shot to win and experience this moment and hug those guys after the game and say, Hey man, you motivated me to do this. I wanted to get this win for you guys because I saw how painful it was over the last couple of years. And I still chose Tennessee even when we were down, you know, because I'm from this state. I grew up watching Tennessee. I grew up watching you play and things like that. So it's an honor for me to come out here and get this W for you and all my VFL brothers. So when you know your history, man, even at your position, it means something for you playing running back. You know, I studied Travis Henry. I studied Jamal Lewis. I watched Travis Stevens. You know, I learned so much from his game on how to become a better running back. So I always, uh, you know, know your history about the game, your position, about the university, and it'll mean something special to you. Yeah, because I remember playing and seeing, like, I, I specifically remember seeing Al on the sideline of the game and being like, yeah, man, I can't, go, I can't go. That, I can't go yeah. out there looking soft. I don't know, man, I, man, those are the shoulders look. that you stand on. Yeah, you know, think, you knew what you know Al brought. You know, you knew yeah. what Leonard brought. You know, you knew what Ray Knox, Fred White, and I'm an old lineman. I'm an old lineman too, and like I just exactly. you see guys like that on that sideline, and and that should be the motive. I mean, the, really, the guys they're in there in the room, but like 
knowing your history will motivate you. Like you see exactly. a guy like Al Wilson on the sideline, you're like, man, I got to bust it. I got, I mean, I can't look soft out here in front of him. I got to look like a dog because those dudes are some dogs. Like, you know, so I think that's important. I think it's important. What's, uh, you know, something you said a moment ago, Jack, is, you know, they, they, they probably slipped some stuff in the game plan to start preparing them for Florida, even though if they, if they didn't tell them. And you know, DJ Irons, quarterback of Akron, he is very much a dual threat guy. Now, he got hurt against Michigan State, so he didn't really run much against Tennessee. But uh, that's something that Brian Jean-Marie and, and some of the coaching staff has already said this week is you know, they've actually been practicing against that, you know, for two weeks now. So they feel like they're a week ahead, and I thought that was a good move. Uh, looking at this individual matchup, Jack, what do you have? I mean, obviously, you know, Hendon Hooker. Uh, is it as simple to say it's Hendon Hooker versus Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson's playing awful, but you know the talent is there. Hendon Hooker's playing fantastic. Um, Florida had a great win in week one, has struggled since. Tennessee hadn't been tested a whole lot, does have a win against Pittsburgh, but flying high at 3-0. and What's some individual matchups you're looking for today, Tennessee and Florida? Um, you know, I want to see, I don't think it's as simple as Anthony Richardson versus Hendon Hooker. I think that's, I, I think a, a good Tennessee football team where we'll differ, differentiate from the ones in the past, you know, 10, 15 years where we've struggled. And, and I was a part of some of those teams is, um, not letting a guy like Anthony Richardson come in and make, make us look dumb. Like, I, I think we should, we should shut him down. A good team would, I, I haven't seen, I've seen him, you know, seem to make some plays here and there, but I think he's really shut downable. If that may, if that's not even a word, but I think we can come in there, bring, bring it, bring it, bring the hammer on him and not let him come into kneeling. Like we've seen stuff like this happen in the past and, and, and make big plays and, and make third and fourth down crazy conversions. Like let's go down, let's come downhill and knock him. Let's knock some sense into him real quick and let him know where he's at. That's, that's what I want to see from, from our defensive backs. And I want to see our D line, establish you know the line of scrimmage as well um i think we got some great players down there and i think they could have a coming out party i think jabari kind of talked about that earlier um as far as the offensive line goes you know don't protect our quarterback don't let them get big plays especially early in the game we don't want third down sacks we want to be able to keep the chains moves and positive first down plays not get behind the ball not stupid not make stupid penalties control the control Cox jr yeah yeah we got that guy we got, yeah, we gotta block. We gotta block some of those guys up front. But man, I think if we just keep stay in front of the chains, like let's not hurt ourselves. This is a type of game where you get you get a couple too many penalties early on. You start messing up. You start punting. That sets you back. You gotta play a different game second half. Like let's stay in front of the chains. Get that crowd involved, man. If I'm Tennessee, man, we get a touchdown early. We get up early. We come down the field and score. Like that crowd is going to be rocking. Exactly. Man. They're not gonna they're not gonna be able to hear a thing. So if I'm Hinton Hooker, if I'm coach which i'm not and they already know this like go go score that thing quick which i know is what they want to do but like that would be you know i'd have it dialed up we get you get the crowd involved that whole other element um and like i said let's not have this quarterback come in who's you know you know whatever i don't think he's a i don't think he's some world beater i think he's very average i think he's a good athlete i think he's a good player it can make some plays but let's not let him be that guy in the stadium in front of all these fans if we're a top program we won't. I think, um, and I think the balls can take it to them. So that kind of jumped around there, but I'm fired up, man. Chomping at the bit. <laughs> I like it. You know, Jabari, uh, this week, uh, I've said it a couple of times that um, I like the makeup of Tennessee's running back group. And, and of course, we'll have to see 
Uh, you know, the you know, who gets the snap carries and all that. Dylan Sampson, Jabari Small was a bit banged up last week, but I made the comment that like I'm not sure what Tennessee's run game is because they look great against MAC teams, and then they didn't even really try to run the football a whole lot against Pittsburgh just because of the way that they kind of did their front. I'm intrigued to see how Tennessee runs against uh, Florida coming up today because you know Florida's been very successful on the ground against the run. Uh, South Florida nearly racked up 300 yards against the Gators last week. I wow. think there's opportunity there for that O-line and Tennessee's running backs. Myself too, man. I want to see who's going to be that guy traditionally when you look at the game over the last couple of years or – when we were in our prime, even though we had a different offense and the style of play was different with football, but a strong running game and a strong runner has always, you know, led the pack and led the team to victory uh, some type of way. So I think we have some guys that can pound the rock very well. I think we got a lot of guys that traditionally a lot of the fans aren't used to seeing. You know, we were used to seeing some of those bigger running backs in a good change of pace, some thunder and some lightning like I had when I played and when Jack was playing with the herd, Kamara-type styles. But, you know, we got a lot of, you know, similar backs that are like scat backs, but they thrive in this offense. Um, a guy like myself, you know, I would kind of struggle playing in this offense because I'm a power back. You know, I don't like doing a lot of the – uh you know, the the draws and the, you know, delays and, um, you know, playing, you know, just in a one-back set. But those times are different right now. Uh, so let's see what Jabari Small can do. He's more than capable of having a big game. I don't know how banged up he is, but you look at that guy and what he brings to the table, man, he can do it all. He can catch out of the backfield. He's a strong runner. Uh, he has great feet in the open field. We all talk about that move he made versus Kentucky. Uh, he's a threat to score anytime he touches the ball. But it also gives you know some of those young runners some opportunities as well. I'm really uh, like what Jalen. I mean, what's is it Jalen Wright? Yeah, Jalen Wright. What he brings to the table, you know, pretty much a similar style back, but gives you some fresh legs. A guy that can run inside and outside. Dylan Sampson. You know, he's going to be the future. I think with his speed. You know, he can get to the edge and make some things happen. And on third down, every back, you know, they can run really great routes. You know, we have backs that can turn into wide receivers. So even, you know, some of those screens are there. Like we had last year with uh, Tyon Evans, I think. Was that the first or the second touchdown we scored on that screen play? Uh, with it was him? in the first half, yeah. Yeah, man, he took that thing to the distance. So, you know, when Florida has that speed on the edge like that, you know, the screen game will be there. But I think our running back makeup room is going to be solid, man. Uh, and we just got to figure out who's going to be that guy. I do think it's going to be a defensive ball game, but we can shock the world and have one of those running backs just completely take over. You know, similar to what Travis Stevens did, similar to what uh, – Jabari Davis. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, me. Uh, you know, what I did in some games, you know, I want the ball. I remember telling Coach Randy Sanders, hey, give me the ball, Coach. I want it. This is my game. I'm going to win this game for us. And just tapped into that zone. So, you know, you got to be fired up when you get into this atmosphere and understand, man, this opportunity right here could change my life and take my football team to a whole nother level that I want to get to. I think Jabari just said something that is huge for this game. And it's something that's a common theme 
for when we won our 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 game in 2016 to when he won. Who's going to have the big play? Like, who's going to be those big big players that step up? Like, this is a this is going to be a coming out party for somebody. Either it's going to be some joker, some jamoke down from Florida, which I don't I hope not, or it's going to be one of our guys. And if I'm like you know a Jabari, like a guy like that, he could he could change. Like he could really change everything for his future here in this in a game like tomorrow. And um, man, I, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a good day on Rocky Top. I'm making the trek. I made the trek to see the balls take yeah. down the Gators. Like let's do this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna be going crazy on the sideline, man. I'm gonna like give me said. that uh, give me that bold prediction and final score <sighs> prediction. You you know how we do it here. Bold and final score prediction. I'll let Jabari go first. Well. I'm going to say it right after this. I want to see Jabari Small. You know, of course, I'm a fan because we have the same name. And uh, on Twitter, I call him Little Jabari. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Little Jabari because I'm still a big Jabari around here. But I want to have I want to see Jabari Small have an Alvin Kamara, Texas A&M type game. Minus the turnovers. You know, you know, I want him to have that type of game. Because when you think about Alvin Kamara, we all – It was a coming out party. That was his coming out party. That was his mm-hmm. draft tape. You know, that was his draft tape, uh, that game. This game can be that for Jabari Small. He has every skill that Kamara has, he, that any running back in the SEC has. He just hasn't had that one game where he can put on a full clinic and be like, wow. You know, that kid is the real deal. When we go back 10 years from now, this is the game that we pull out to really show what he was made of and what he brought to this university. So I'm cheering for him to have that type of game, man, because he's more than capable of having it. We have the offensive coordinator that's going to get us there. We got the offensive line. We got the wide receivers. You know, let's see him step up and have that signature performance. Uh, Now, when it comes to the score, I'm going 34-17. Us 34-17. And um I've been thinking about that over the last couple of days, man. I just really think Florida is gonna struggle. I think that crowd noise is gonna be a crazy factor. Richardson talked all that stuff in the media about playing in front of the big crowd. Hey, hey little boy, this ain't you ain't experienced nothing like this, man. You ain't experienced yeah. nothing like this. First SEC start. You've never tonight. been on a football field and it's literally shaking and you can't communicate at all. And you know how quarterbacks struggle, you know, playing and kneeling in those big games with that crowd noise. So bring it, Vol Nation. Bring it, bring it, bring it. I think defensively, we're going to be playing a lot better. Uh, I think the key to stop Richardson is, is, is really going to be our. Our pass rush, uh, stopping the run game, and also having great play out of our safeties. I think uh, Trey Flowers, they may use him as a spy. It may bring him up in the box a little bit just to keep his eyes on Richardson, making sure that he doesn't get to the corner and try to force him to take, you know, cut everything back inside to where we have help. So, like, like Jack said, the kid is not a Heisman Trophy candidate, you know. Uh, I mean, the kid has all the talent in the world, but he's been struggling. Do not let him put on a clinic. You know, we've had games where we let these mediocre quarterbacks come down here and they put up high trophy-type numbers 
because we can't tackle, you know, and we got to get off the field on third down. You know, that's still a red flag for us getting lost in coverage. Um, and you got to understand a guy like that, he can take that ball and go to distance. He could take a, a, a broken up play and turn it into a 40, 50 yard run just with his athleticism. So we really got to be careful uh, with those holes created in those pass rushes. But I just think our offense is just too loaded right now. Um, still waiting to hear back with Cedric Tillman, if he's going to be going or not, but I think we're just so loaded offensively with our, Wide receivers with our play calling and with that tempo. I, I like it. I like it. Jack, moment yours, man. Bold and uh and final score prediction, Tennessee, Florida. Uh man, I really I I've been thinking about this this week too. I think 3121 is what I'm gonna rock with. Um I think it's gonna be I think it's going to be a closer game. I think we'll we'll run away with it. I want and I believe that we can go out there and win by a couple of touchdowns, but this is Tennessee, Florida. It's been crazy uh, the past 10 years. It's been a lot of wild games. So yeah. um, I think I think we'll win, but uh, I'm, I'm going with 31-21. Awesome, awesome stuff. Guys, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us here. I, I can feel it. I can, I can see you here on video. I can hear it in your voice. Y'all are ready, and y'all want to go out there and play today so you can just tell that this game means so much to you guys. Enjoy it, and hopefully we'll see Tennessee play well and uh, tame those Gators here today. That's right. Yes, sir. That's right. Let's take I'm them excited. down. Let's take them down. I'm excited, Jack Jones, man. Jabari Davis. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. All right, and that's going to do it here for this edition of – the VFL Players Lounge brought to you by the Volunteer Club, powered by Spire Sports. Man, was that not fantastic? I mean, we're, we're going a little bit longer here than I originally planned just because those guys just couldn't stop talking because, because I mean, again, it, it just it just means so much to them. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, really, really happy to have Jack Jones and Jabari Davis on uh, here the show today. All right, Tennessee, Florida, coming up today, 3.30 Eastern time, college game day. I might be going on right now while you listen and watch this. Potentially, it's already in the rearview mirror, whatever the case may be. Checker Nealon, sold out crowd. CBS, 3.30 is the kickoff and coverage all day, every day, right here on VolQuest.com. If you haven't already, why haven't you? But if you haven't already, inviting all Tennessee fans, now's the time. It's game day. One year subscription for $1. VolQuest.com. Take advantage. That deal will not last forever. Follow us on Twitter at VolQuest underscore on three and the general quarters all day, all throughout the nights and through the game for live in-game updates. For Jabari Davis, for Jack Jones, I am Eric Kane. You have listened this entire time to the VFL Players Lounge brought to you by the Volunteer Club and powered by Spire Sports. Happy game day, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you again after the game.